With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply. Full of frustration. Full of despair. From years of hurt. Disappointment and relegation two british football fans have had enough canary bird elliot holman and wanderer henry hewitt are in search of glory pride passion in search of silverware and they found major league soccer gotta talk about orlando this week we've got to Oh, go on then. Yes! This is the MLS UK Show. Yes, we are back. Thank you for listening once again. Episode 7 of the MLS UK Show is on. I'm Elliot Holman. And I'm Henry Hewitt. Let's get cracking. Here's what's coming up this week. Uh, well, we're going to be reviewing last week's action. Atlanta smashed LAFC and a Orlando one as well. Oh, we're talking about Atlanta. What a shock. I'm changing that. I'm getting one of my Orlando friends on. We'll chat to Taylor Williams very soon. Fantasy football, we talk about it every week, but that still didn't remind me to update my team. You close the gap. I'm closing the gap, baby. Uh, we'll also take a look ahead to this week's action in MLS as well. So we're definitely talking Orlando, yeah? Oh, Yes, we can talk about Orlando this week. Let's do it! MLS UK show with Elliot Holman and Henry Hewitt. Aww. I think MLS this weekend can be sort of uh, put into two categories. You had uh, a few amazing games, lots of goals, and the rest kind of just sort of went by. Yeah, I mean, can you think of any sort of specific games that that would sort of fall into that category? Because I'm sort of uh, I'm sort of racking my brains. Which one? The amazing category. Yeah. Well, you've got to look at. I mean, what a, what a start to the weekend! New England versus Montreal no, sending not, off. Not, not so much that one. Not a missed about penalty, that one. four goals. Not, not bothered about that. Then you had Atlanta five nil against LAFC. Um, I can't think of any others. Atlanta game was all right. Yeah. Can't think of any others. Nothing you else. Sh- you sure? Yeah. Just going down. Uh, no, nothing. No. Anything sort of in the south of. America, um, Florida sort of way, Orlando. Oh, right, yeah. Well, Portland beat Orlando 2-0, didn't they? Um, oh, no, I think you might have switched off a bit early, mate. Well, yeah, I mean, I thought, oh, this game's dead, so I put the golf on instead. What time is that, about 80 minutes? Yeah. All right. Um, we probably should have talked about this before. Basically, Chris Mueller, Sasha Kleschen, and Dominic Dwyer. Oh, they all got subbed because they had poor games. No, mate. Uh, we they all scored. We won three two. No. Yeah. No. Three. I'm not having that. Three two. Oh, so no. it's not. It's not all. Oh, Atlanta, Atlanta this week. Okay. Because you know we like to win occasionally as well. Sometimes okay. when we want to, obviously. Well, uh, yeah, I did know the score because I did turn over to the golf with ten minutes to go. <laughs> I did think this game was dead. Then, check. Five, literally five minutes later, I checked the score. It's two, I was like, 
No, it's not two two. I text you going, uh, "WTF is going on," and then I turned it over and Dwyer scored. And I was like, as if they've done this. I was dancing round the living room. Another good win for Orlando. Two yeah. out of two. Well, this <laughs> since the uh, defeats and stuff at the start of the season. Well, Uh, We're going to be chatting to Taylor later on, who uh, started up the official Orlando fan club for the UK, Orlando City UK. Uh, Going to be good to get him on. Uh, We'll kind of get a get a feel for where Orlando are at at the minute and where they're heading after. Let's be honest, what is quite a huge result at the weekend. Um, I want to start with Atlanta, though. (laughs) Get it out of the way, you know. Yes. um, For anyone, by the way, if, if you're just sort of listening for the first time, Henry over here, huge Atlanta fan. Um, because he went there once, but only to the airport. Yeah, never been to uh, America, apart from once when I got a connecting flight through Atlanta, so I thought I'd support them. You have been to America. You Why uh, couldn't that flight be diverted to, like, Colorado or <laughs> Minnesota? Um, you've been to America. You uh, Your dad's got a place in Orlando, so you've been a few times, so you support Orlando. Yeah. Uh, which I'm sure we'll all find out when you have like some sort of Orlando loving with Taylor later on. We've on. had someone from Atlanta on. You've had your chance. Yeah, well, that was I've after, waited long enough. It was after we lost four now. Uh, but since then, yes, Atlanta won uh, every game since then, including Saturday. Now, on the podcast last week, we said that this would be a bit of a tighter affair than Atlanta have had when they've been at home to uh, Vancouver and DC so far this season. And uh, it was until the 87th minute. Then uh, it went from 2-0 to 5-0. And I must admit, right, because you, you didn't watch the game, did you? You were watching Harry Styles in concert. <laughs> Can we, do we have to bring that up? Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I was texting you while, I don't know, a sign of the times was being played. And you you just went straight to sleep because you were tired. Mm. And I, I genuinely, I texted you going, I feel really sorry for LAFC. I felt so sorry for him. Even so much so, uh, when he got the penalty at 4-0, I thought, this isn't a 4-0 game, just miss it and just get the game over with. I'll be really honest with you, right? So, <laughs> I, w- I was at this gig, um, was that, it was maybe a form of One Direction star, but we don't need to go into that, you know, we're, we're here to talk soccer. And Atlanta, you know, your your club, that's what we're here to talk about, yeah. not not the fact that I went to see Harry Styles. Um, I'd been up in the morning, I did a breakfast show in the morning on the radio, and so by the time this gig finished, I was really tired, and I still had like an hour and a half drive home. And I looked at the score before I started to drive home, and it was already 2-0, and I was just like, this is annoying. I really wanted LA to like come and... like These two teams were supposed to, on paper be like really evenly matched counter-attacking game really exciting i was really disappointed i thought they were gonna do you yeah well uh you actually said uh you thought it was gonna be free two to lafc and if you would have said before the game there'll be five goals tonight i would have said as well it'll be free two and watching the game i just felt that the kind of both teams they kind of cancelled each other out in a creative way it weren't very creative i didn't think even the uh, atlanta had really two chances which they took them both and made it 2-0 but I felt for me LAFC for a team that has shown against LA Galaxy and um, Real Salt Lake in particular they can be so creative they can they can be incredible going forward and we thought right this is Atlanta Mark 2 and when they actually play Atlanta they kind of just set off a bit in my of what I saw of it but then like you said when you watched the highlights you went why do teams not learn why do teams Account like attack so much against Atlanta and then they leave themselves vulnerable at the back. And the funny thing was, LAFC, I didn't think were attacking to the full potential, but still left them gaps at the back. Yeah, it, it looked too easy watching the goals. You've you've got to sit in, you've got to play a more defensive formation. You can still play your counter attacking football, but you have to have those players sitting in. I wouldn't even say that two defensive midfielders against Atlanta is a ridiculous tactic in front of your back four or your back three or five or wh- whatever you call that formation um you need you need that cover because you can't afford to get caught on the counter attack because they are devastating and it pains me to say it but they are the best in the league on the counter and LAFC were actually starting to show that they could rival them in in that that sort of area but judging on this game <laughs> maybe not um yeah it's uh it's and it's not I'm not used to this. As a supporter of Bolton Wanderers in England, I'm not used to a team 
who's actually winning every week and is going to, you know, really be a force. And it's kind of like now, as an Atlanta fan, when I last four games, I'm like, all right, can you just lose the next game so he can get back to normal kind of thing? I'm, I have to say, all jokes aside, I'm genuinely pleased. I am, because, you know, like, it's a bit tongue-in-cheek, the intro to the podcast, you know, it's all doom and gloom over here in the UK because, you know, I'm a Norwich fan, you're a Bolton fan, and, yeah, things aren't going great for either. Uh, but I'm I'm genuinely like you've got a team that you you actually love you love yeah. watching they're enjoyable to watch and they're absolutely smashing it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they are, and the you know when it's like I said two nil. I felt I felt the game. I don't even think it was a two nil game. Probably just to Atlanta. Uh, LAFC started the second half quite well and they created some chances, but. Then the last sort of nine minutes, including the seven minutes of stoppage time, it just it became a bit of a farce, really, because VAR. We need. We haven't even talked about the first decision in the first forty seconds. Like I was texting you, going, "Oh my god, he's been sent off after forty seconds." No, he's not. No, he's not. It's VAR. Um, you've seen the tackle that McCann uh, did. He got sent off initially. VAR. The referee looked at it and called it back, giving him a yellow card. Do you think that was the right decision in the end? it's still really, really difficult to see it, to see the tackle properly. I can see why he was sent off, because when you watch it in real time, it does look like he's gone two feet. It does look like they're off the ground. It does look brutal. But of course, he does win the ball. Mm. And I don't think in any situation you you should be sent off for a a tackle in which you win the ball. So probably a fair, fair decision for me. Yeah, well, LAFC, um, they weren't much... I think Bob Bradley, by the end of the game, was just tired. <laughs> he just looked tired and just sick of it. But there weren't many complaints about that. Uh, moving forward, 88th minute. Now, when you watched the highlights, I watched them with you, you didn't see the what happened with Almiron for his first penalty, which went to VAR. So Almiron gets the ball down the uh, left-hand side. He cuts in. And then, do you know where... He he sort of knocks the ball towards the byline just as the player comes in for a tackle. And then obviously the player comes in and, and tackles him. And normally either you get it's a penalty or the referee thinks, well, you've just gone over because the ball was going out. It was one of those. So he's he's knocked it out of play. Maybe wouldn't have been able to collect the ball. Yeah. Maybe might not have actually got to the ball after he's knocked it, but got a penalty anyway. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it is Almiron. He probably would have got it by, uh, you know, with the speed of him. But... Um, it, it actually, they give a corner, which I don't even think it was a corner. Uh, I'd have to watch it again. But then, so Almiron's sort of waiting to take the corner and the referee hears something, goes to VAR and says, actually, no, it's a foul. It's a, a penalty kick. This is the point where I just felt, oh, come on. Atlanta haven't deserved to win this game 3-0. Let's just... It's bad when it's bad when you're thinking that. Yeah, and then the fourth goal uh, was another penalty, free kick, uh, Matinho has jumped with his arm in the air. He's hit his arm, gone out. A little bit of an experience. Yeah, especially because he'd just been booked as well. So that was his second bookable offence. Then he was sent off. And in 4 0 and a red card, that's where I was like, oh, come on. <laughs> I'm not an LAFC fan. I want Atlanta to do well. But this is a bit too much. Yeah. And, uh, and then Williams, good finish. Wants it by Williams. Cut in and drilled it low. Score aside, you know, it's an Atlanta win, which is is all you can focus on. You know, deserved it. Maybe not that many goals, but deserved the win. Two questions. One, is this it for Almiron? Is he now back? Because it wasn't a great start to the season. You'll you'll admit that. Yeah, he missed the penalty first game. He had a shock of first game, and he missed that open goal as well. Um, there were two penalties. I don't know. I've, I, Almiron is one of the best players in the league. There's no doubt about that. Even when he's not playing as well, he's still creating chances and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, he's getting back to. I don't think he's back to where we saw him last season, but he's certainly getting back there. Yeah. And second question. Where do LAFC sit now? We spoke about them at the start and we were both very, very wrong about the start that they would make. They did very well and we sort of ate our words a little bit. Two back-to-back losses. Yes, against Galaxy. Yes, against Atlanta. But where where do they sit now for you? Um, well, at the start of the season, we kind of said LAFC, maybe they could have a push for the playoffs. Uh, they'd want to beat LA Galaxy uh, maybe a push for the playoffs. And I think six points from four games, it's probably where we're going to see them. They're going to beat and thrash the teams uh, towards the bottom and mid-table. 
and then they I don't think they'll beat the, the teams at the top. That's where they're going to be, but it's the first season, so you can excuse uh, that. The fact that Bob Bradley, funnily enough, actually made his first change of the season in this game. After four games, they finally make a change to the uh, starting eleven. Zimmerman came in, so he's uh, he's still you know he's still learning. He's still learning the the, the you know they've, they had the best eleven. They've made the change, so I think it's it's difficult to say with LAFC because they've got Vancouver away and then Montreal away in the next two games. Then they finally have the first home game against Seattle. So I think when they start playing a few home games, that's when we can see where they are. Okay, uh, let's talk about New England because this was the first game of the weekend and probably another one of those, the big ones that that draws your attention. Yeah, New England, um, Friday night, first game. It's it's lovely to have Friday night football. There's some more this weekend as well. Uh, 4-0 and we've said, uh, like Brad Friedel, he's he's really showing us that he he can be a manager and he's he's doing really well yeah it wasn't a great start but it seems like they're they're turning it around and I said to you the other day I said I don't think that New England maybe as an entire club get enough credit maybe they're not the big glamour club but if they keep putting these results together you know they're going to be up there I know it's early days but five games played 10 points Yes, yeah. that's playoff form. It is, and Montreal had won the last two games against Seattle and Toronto last year's MLS Cup finalists. So they've been uh, and they've not conceded as well. So they've been doing well, and still no sign of Lean Win. No, and he ain't going to get back in the team, is he? What's going on there? Well, we don't know. We're going to have to have a New England fan on in a few weeks to discuss this. But he's there's no way he's getting in the team because that midfield is uh, is performing. Another man who's performing really well at the moment scored again, Mr. Bunbury. Till Bunbury! He, uh, he, the goal, What a, he just chested it. What a finish. He just calmly chested it down. Bottom corner, brilliant. And you've got to give a shout out to Farrell. Like, that was such a nice moment, his first goal. Do you know what? Uh, I, saw, I saw him tweet saying that he, once he actually scored, he had no idea what to do. First ever goal in his career and you can tell he's just running around like doesn't know what to do ends up at the bottom of a dog pile um, but do you know what really nice finish like he's shown a lot of control there and composure where a lot of players even midfielders and attackers would have really lashed that nice controlled side footed volley really nice finish yeah it was and uh, we'll see if he can get uh, his, uh, his average up now because <laughs> uh, it was a pretty poor average but now he's scored <laughs> He's got slightly better. Scored one more than we have, so... There we go. Uh, Right, we're going to talk about Orlando's victory very soon, uh, but let's talk about LA Galaxy Sporting KC. And uh, We went heavy on LA Galaxy last week. Ibrahimovic tried to do the rescue act. Didn't quite happen again this week. We lost 2-0. Sporting KC, what a start. Johnny Russell. Johnny Russell, who in the championship had kind of run its course... Mm. And I, I reckon he would have had a choice, League One or MLS, and he's chose wisely because he's smashing it. Well, the thing is, Derby, Derby wanted to keep him. I respect him for saying, no, I've done my time here. I've, I've had my time in the championship. We know that the, the standard of the championship is, is good. There's a lot of teams in the championship that play very, very good football, as our teams have found out. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Russell could have stayed. He had the offer to stay. He was offered a new contract would have been a couple of years and then yeah you're right where do you go from there got to try and get Derby promoted to get that shot in the Premier League you know realistically probably not going to not going to happen so brave decision really respect him for doing it I'd like to see more players do it because only then will we kind of achieve our mission of spreading the word a little bit more the more um, players from England go over there Um, but that is some goal that is some some goal you're talking about like wrong footing Ashley Cole you know as as one of the defenders that he's just darting past and what would have been funny is what five six years ago Johnny Russell in the championship would have been looking and going oh that Ashley Cole's a good player yeah. for Chelsea what a player England left back and he's just made him look a mug yeah great great addition really is a good addition and again SKC not one of those big glamour sides you know same as I'm saying about New England not a huge glamour side that that have been um you know, tearing it up, but just sort of slowly, slowly improving and signings like that, really, really good. And something else that we uh, we picked up on a few weeks ago, we were saying if you want to bet on goals in MLS, choose Sporting KC. Yeah. Uh, they started the season quite well. They'd won, they got seven points from the first four games. 
but they conceded nine goals in those four games. Next two games, DC United at home, LA Galaxy away. They've not conceded. And what, and what did I say? They just need to tie it up at the back and they'll be fine. They have. And they've won it's them. like I could be, I think I could be a manager. Yeah. I mean, that's ge- that is genius. You're leaking goals and someone says to you, do you know what? Got an idea, right? Stop leaking goals. And then and, and it's kind of worked. I, I, I mean, I don't want to say I should be sort of knighted because I think Sir Elliot Holman's probably a bit, bit OTT to be honest, but. You know, that's solid advice there from me. It was, and I'm sure Peter Vermez was, was what he was listening to the podcast. Sorry, could you have been any more northern then? Peter Vermez, Peter Vermez, sporting KC manager. I'm sure he was listening to MLS UK show podcast and thought, oh, that Elliot has a point. I think Peter Vermez was, but, you know, not Vermez. <laughs> He's Vermez. I say things as it's spelt. Uh, another, him. another man, uh, we're just going to quickly run through some of the other games now. Another man who's come over from the championship and he's smashing it at the start of the season, Joe Mason, and he scored again, Colorado drawing away at FC Dallas. And I think this is a good point, this. I really, really liked, and I've seen a couple of people since um, mention this, I like the two up top. Not enough people are playing two up top. Yeah, it's not fashionable anymore, is it? Um, but I really like the combo of Joe Mason and, uh, and Dominic Badgie. Yeah, um, Mason. He took his goal really well, um, and I yeah we've we've well we've said that Colorado they kind of one of those teams that do go under the radar a tiny bit, and they've been they've had a good solid start. They've been picking up uh, a few points, and this was important because we said that with the uh, they'd done really well at home in the first two games. It's just a way that they'd been uh, they've struggled at, and they've got a point even though. They would have held on for a few more minutes. They were they would have got for all three. But this, this goal, this is the issue that I've got with Colorado is that you you see a really good good spell like last week, um, hat trick from Badgie, brilliant. If he starts, if he evens that out to a goal a week, you're laughing. But you know they've still only won one game, and that's what it comes down to. It you can play really well. And we'll get on to this with Orlando as well. I'm sitting there going, we're playing really well, but we're losing 2-0. You can you can play as well as you want, but they've still only won one game out of five. And that's that's what needs to change now for me. Yeah, we do get a few draws. Um, you know, however, it can always be worse. I mean, look at Seattle. Uh, <laughs> uh, we should do a, We should just do a little update. Have Seattle scored a goal yet? No, three mm. sendings off, no goals. Mm, excellent. No. Uh, but FC Dallas got the equaliser, and this goal was your goal of the week. You absolutely loved this goal, didn't you? Uh, this was such a such a brilliant goal. I may be. Am I getting a bit overexcited about this? In my eyes, yeah. But you, I'm letting you go with this one because you got so excited about it. Right. The thing is, put yourself in the position. If I'm standing on the on the edge of the box. Right. where he receives the ball when it's played, and you're on the halfway line, and I say to you, hit me. You can't do that. That's an unbelievably good ball. It's underrated. You know, we we wax lyrical about how good that Red, New York Red Bulls assist was from Muel the other week. Yeah. This is a great pass. And the, what makes it is the fact that not only has he played the ball, he's not even tried to control it, he's not even tried to bring it down. First time, header in. Difficult angle to head from. Difficult ball to play in the first place. I'm not saying it's like a wonder goal. You know, it's not better than Zlatan or whatever. But it's an, um, that is a really, really good bit of play. That's your goal of the week, then? My goal of the week's coming up. Uh, okay, <laughs> take away Dom Dwyer. That was your goal of the week. <laughs> yes. All right, okay. Uh, like, we'll just... Or Johnny Russell. I, I go with Johnny Russell, personally, just because it was an individual effort. But, yeah. you know... Let's have a look at some of the other games very quickly that happened this weekend. Chicago Fire 1, Columbus Crew nil. Nikolic getting a goal. And can I just, uh, we'll talk about this later on, but can I just thank Zachary Stefan uh, in goal for Columbus because he really helps out my fantasy team. Forgot to update it, stuck Nikolic in from the other week, so he helped kind of save it a bit this week. So thank you for an awful pass. If there's anyone you're going to pass to, if you're the opposition goalkeeper, don't pass to Nikolic because you will score. Yeah, I don't know what was going on there. Chicago, four points, four games. Uh, well, it's a good start from in their uh, quest to move up the table. Uh, Philadelphia Union won, San Jose Earthquakes won. Um, this game, actually, the uh, 
they didn't advertise it, but they actually showed this on Sky here in the UK. So it was quite nice after the Atlanta game. They just went straight into just it. To, just to chill out with something a little less enthralling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, oh, this is nice. This will help me sleep. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's true. that We laugh, but it's true. Yeah. It was always going to be a draw. Uh, it was, yeah. I, I sort of said on the podcast last week that I did fancy if anyone was going to win this, it was going to be the Bimbos. Uh, but San Jose played well uh, first half. Ericsson took his goal really well. Edge of the area, just uh, shot in the top corner. Nice finish. I liked that. Um, not, not on Dom and Dwyer level. But. <laughs> uh, right, before I guess we can talk about Orlando, yes. let's let's round up. Uh, Real Salt Lake 2, Vancouver uh, Whitecaps 1. Um, yeah, Real Salt Lake they're a very unpredictable team, but it was good. It was a good win this because Vancouver have done well, haven't they? Are they the most unpredictable in the league? I think they have to be. Yeah, you've got to say that because they can go from one week losing five one to LAFC to then yeah beating Vancouver. So going back with RSL, that's uh, let me get this. So it's two wins, two losses, and a draw. Right, a tie. Sorry. Uh, yeah, yes, two so, wins, two two wins, two losses, and a tie. They are like the most unpredictable team. Yeah, and the way they've done it as well. They drew the first game against the FC Dallas, and then lost to uh, LAFC at then, home. At home, then beat New York Red Bulls. Well, then lost away at Toronto, three um, one, and then beat in Vancouver. If you look on paper, they've had a really tough start to the season. Yeah, they have, and they've come away with seven points. So credit to them. All right, yeah, that's great, but. Now, can we do it? Uh, there's only one game left to talk about. Orlando City versus Portland Timbers. Yeah. Elliot Holman, Henry Hewitt, MLS UK Show. Right now, I'm excited for this because we can gang up on Henry. Taylor Williams we from can. Orlando City UK. <laughs> how are you? How are you doing, Elliot? Yeah, how are you doing, Henry? Good, thank you. Good, uh, very good. Hi, Taylor. All right. First of all, I'm just going to leave this here, okay? I'm just going to leave <laughs> this conversation. You two can have a chat about what happened on Sunday, and I'll just leave you to it. <laughs> oh, he feels left Where out. Where do we begin? Yeah, the thing is, um, I, I thought, first things first, Orlando, um, I really like the, the formation and the starting 11, uh, especially the, the front four, if you will, um, mm. and, and I was really encouraged. And they played so well at the start in the first half. Yeah, we were crying out for that formation, weren't we? I mean, the diamond was finally gone. Yeah, four-two-three-one. Um, I mean, everyone was mocking it up in the off-season. Um, what's our strongest lineup? And that was almost it. You know, out of all our starts so far this season, we started pretty encouragingly, um, and then kind of lost our way. But my God, what a finish! What a finish! You, as as sort of the the founder of of Orlando City UK. Um, have organised a, a meet-up, sort of a watch party in London right. for, for Orlando fans to, to go and watch the, the Colorado game in a few weeks. So so we all sort of got put in this this conversation on Twitter and yeah. uh, whilst we were watching the game, which I've never kind of been involved in before. I, re- I actually really enjoyed being able to speak to all the other Orlando fans like in, in one place while the game was going on. It was amazing. I mean, it was like your best WhatsApp conversation Orlando City style. So we had about 15, you know, um, lads and lasses in there and we was chatting about the game in, in real time, you know, and we were doing an Orlando, you know, which was um, starting off not too bad and then shipping easily go- easy goals, you know, as we always seem to do. But just as just as the game went on, I mean, it was crazy. Um, Charlotte, you know, she won't like me calling her out on this, but um, <laughs> has kindly offered to buy everyone a drink if Chris Muller scored. Um, our rookie, we picked up in the off season, and <laughs> and my word, he did. My word, he came on and he changed the game. Um, she literally bought a printed jersey with his name on the same week as well. So I have to I'm confess, putting, I'm putting this three-two win down to her. I have to confess, um, Charlotte, who, who you're talking about, is is a listener, uh, listening to the podcast as well, and and she ordered her her new Orlando City away jersey, um, and and she had Mueller on the back, and I was a bit sort of like. I don't have anything against him. I've not seen enough of him to... It's to, early days, yeah. though, right? Yeah. yeah. It was a bit of a stab in the dark, but I'm so pleased it's worked out for her. I mean, she's had instant impact. I think it's... I'm putting it all down to Charlotte. <laughs> this is on you, this victory. This is on you. Yeah, she said uh, She said to everyone in this group, right, when we're, when we're at this watch party in London, if, if Chris Mueller scores tonight... I'll buy us all a drink, and of course it happened. So we're all we're all loving it. Um, and I then I made a bit of a mistake. And then your mistake. one, yeah. Your one. <laughs> I made a mistake. So what happened was I said, right, well, since that worked out so well, 
if we get an equaliser and the next round's on me. Drinks are on me. <laughs> and there it was, literally seconds later, we got a penalty and scored. Incredible. Just incredible. I mean, if anyone's new to MLS, I mean, I've MLS, I've listened to your pod, you know, last couple of weeks and you've got a new people who, you know, are following it just from this season. If you need to know anything about what MLS is, that was the game. I mean, our game against Portland at the weekend, it had everything. VAR decisions, of which this one was actually right, <laughs> which we was gutted about. Yeah. VAR um, yeah, it was crazy. I don't even know where to begin. My head's still in a spin from that game, you know. But we, we've, it's, if for people that don't know Orlando City, we've been doing that since our inaugural season. We've been doing that since 2015. I mean, I was at two years ago, um, our opener in 2016 against Real Salt Lake, where they came back, um, Kyle Larin and Winter. And that was from the 91st minute, I think, we came back to the salvage a two-all draw. So they call us the Cardiac Cats, um, Orlando City FC referred to themselves as that, you know, and my heart was racing. I don't know about you, you guys. Rightly so. Well, well when it when it was two two, um, I thought we kind of deserved it on on the whole ninety minutes, but certainly not from that second half because they hadn't played well. But yeah, um, when when we're sort of laughing and joking in this in this group chat about getting drinks in for goals, I thought, well, <laughs> the, this first two has, has worked out brilliantly. Why is no yeah. one? Why is no one now stepping up and saying, "Well, no come one on. was stepping up." No, the minutes went by. I said, "Look, surely someone's got to someone's got to step up and say, look, if if we get this winner, the next I round's on me.'" Everyone someone was everyone was saying they were going to be drunk after your two free months. <laughs> yeah. That's what it was. <laughs> someone someone needed to do it, and and the group chat fell silent for a bit, and I was like, "Come on, guys!" And all of a sudden, erupted as soon as someone said it, we scored again. <laughs> so mad. so this Absolutely is mad. this needs to happen every week now. I think. Sure. And as well, um, to give Henry a bit of stick for supporting Atlanta United, he was doubting Dwyer. I mean, there's two yeah. two weeks running now where he's, um, you know, he's been the main man. So uh, we've expected a lot of him this season. So it's good to see him finally, you know, staying fit and contributing like we thought he would. Yeah, I might start doubting Almiron and Martinez now, see if I can have a, <laughs> an effect on them. <laughs> yes, I uh, know. Stunning victory and incredibly, that's all, I think someone said to me, that's our first back-to-back wins since the, well, since the start of last season. You know, it's uh, crazy. Yeah, it's, it's, not been, uh, it's not been an easy ride so far under, well... To be honest, it's not been an easy ride since day one for for Orlando City. But where Absolutely. where do you stand on on Jason Christ? I saw at the end of last season, the last game I went to, the the last home game, there was a lot of hostility towards um, <clears throat> towards Jason Christ. Um, I at that point was kind of like, well, I really like when you hear him in interviews. I really like the way he conducts himself. He says all the right things. It looks yeah. like it looks like the kind of coach that would take absolutely no crap. And yeah. so I was kind of prepared to stick with him. Um, now I, I'm at the point where I'm sort of like, okay, well, back-to-back wins. Wh- where do you stand on on Christ in, Christ out, or crisis? <laughs> Absolutely. So what I'll say on Jason Christ is that he's everything that Adrian Heath wasn't before. Adrian Heath was this loud personality. He'd wear his heart on his sleeve, you know. He would be, you know, um, right in front of the wall, whipping them up, you know. Jason Christ isn't that. He's completely different. You know, he's a disciplinarian. Um, like you said, you know, I don't think um, any player will step out of line, you know, under his regime. There was a few bits with Larin and what have you last season, but those guys are gone, you know. I think what, what the thing is with Jason Christ now, we spent so much money and bought so many players in this offseason. I think there's no more excuses for Orlando. You know, he's going to live and buy, live and die by what he's going to do in these next couple of weeks. Um, a lot of people don't want him there um, with legitimate reasons, some not so legitimate. Um, for me, he has to continue winning, but he has to continue winning and not lucking out. I mean, let's be honest, in these last two games, yeah, it's been incredible. We've won the games, but it, tactically it's been a mess. Um, so, you know, we need to see some more solid defensive performances. Um, and, you know, like I said, I don't wish bad on anyone. You know, I hope he can get the results for us, but... Um, Based on our record, I think the weekend's win was our sixth win in 30-odd. Um, it's not so pretty, and I really fear for any rough game at the moment because we've not picked up so many points from home. So um, I, I'm, I'm just hoping he can get the wins for us. Let's, just, let's, let's say that. So what you're saying is you give up all these four threes and three twos for some boring <laughs> one-nils? 
Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I would um, as well. <laughs> but, but when they happen, I mean, like like the group chat and um, Sunday was just incredible. I sat there late on a Sunday night. I knew I'd work in the morning, and I was just on such a high I couldn't sleep. I couldn't sleep through to Monday morning because that's what Orlando City SC seemed to do in MLS. You know, loads of teams produce these crazy scorelines, but. It, it always seems to be us. We're involved in them. I mean, you never, ever saw a way back into that game because we were really poor in the second half. And I say that's why we love it. You know, Christ, um, I, I can't put my heart through that too many more times. But um, it was incredible, the comeback. I I was um, actually embarrassed. I caught my reflection in my living room when <laughs> when I was jumping up and down. My girlfriend yeah. was asleep upstairs, so I was doing that like silent scream where like <laughs> where veins are popping out of your neck and your We've head. And, yeah. We've done many of them. <laughs> um, so uh, unsociable right. hours. Exactly. Um, let's get down to business because you know Orlando City never made the playoffs. Um, I'm as depressed about it as you are. Absolutely. Let's let's just get down to it. Feelings aside and uh, and biased aside, are Orlando City going to make the playoffs this year? Massive, massive question. Um, I don't even know my own answer to my question. So <laughs> <laughs> the pause suggests everything you need to know from me as well. Oh God, um, the Eastern Conference is strong. There's some really good teams in there. I think right now, um, and all listeners to the show, I would say not right now. I mean, we've luck- we've lucked out the last two um, results, really. You know, we've made our own luck. You know, we've had to get ourselves back in the game and we've won those games. I'm not discrediting that at all. But I think the feeling with us having not made the playoffs so far, there was so much expectation and quite rightly and hope of getting into the playoffs this season. We've, we've brought some top calibre players in. But like you just said, you know, it. They're still t- taking time to gel. So I think if you ask the same question another five games' time, that's a cop-out to this answer. But <laughs> you know, I think we'll know much more by then. But right now, we're a bit all over the place. You know, um, We're fantastic at coming back, that's for sure. But um, I think we need a bit more time to see so far. But as of right now, I would say no. But you, know, you never know. Let's judge it after five games. Yeah, I, I agree. I think... Um winnable games coming up um some at home as well San Jose yeah this, this is this is where points need to be picked up but i just i don't know I, if you i fear for our road form I, yeah you've not won, won many i have to do the, the calculation but i don't think we've won many away games in mls since the, the start of um 2015 you know when we started in mls so i just fear we've obviously only played new york city away and we've got philly away this friday i'm just eager to see how we fare in the first few road games this season because we've not picked up picked up so many at home you know in our fortress so you've got to win your winning away in mls is really tough as you you guys know but you know we've got to win a higher percentage of those to stand a chance otherwise you know we're completely reliant on the hopeful and if if Christ was to to go after those five games, which is unlikely, but if if it was to happen, mm. bringing a new manager in, what are your chances of making the playoffs? I, I would say pretty slim still. Mm. I mean, Seattle did it, didn't they, with um, Schmetzer, who came in and turned it all around. But as you said, it's tough. It's tough. We've had that mid-season change when Christ replaced um, Heath before, you know, and we don't need telling. It is tough to still make the playoffs, but. Um, but we shall see. You know, it's still early days in the season. We, out of every club, we've made the most changes, I think, ever out of any MLS team. So you've got to be fair to the team. And they are still gelling. You know, players are still finding their rhythm and their positioning with colleagues. So we've got to give it a bit of time yet. Uh, can I just say, you you lot are as bad as Arsenal fans. You've just won your last two games and you're like, oh, <laughs> I don't know where I am an Arsenal land. fan. Are you actually? Well, you can tell That's because why. you're like, it... you've won your last two uh... games and you're like, Oh, well, I don't know. A few games and he may get sacked here. It's, like... it's coming through, Henry. My Arsenal roots are coming through. That's what it is. <laughs> my my dad was born literally at Highbury as well, so this is where mine comes from. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, yeah. Final final thing, uh, Taylor, before you go, we need to talk about Orlando City UK. This is, um, if I'm being honest, and, uh, and I know this is a little bit sort of like fangirly because you're on the podcast, but <laughs> when I was, um, you know, we all know I got into Orlando just from, from going on holiday and naturally you just sort of google and you search on twitter and, and whatever and um it was orlando city uk um you know your organization that 
that is kind of what got me into it because I was intrigued to see that there were other people that were that were interested at yeah, that, at sure. that point. You were you were sure. way ahead of me. As much as it is like a, a little community, the club have been so brilliant with you. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, I mean, let, let's take it back to the day one before Land City. I mean, I started it. I had no idea where it is now that it would get to that point. I mean. We've we've been going to over over to Orlando for the last um, twenty years, you know, on holiday, doing all the classic tourist stuff, you know, Disney World, Universal Studios, I Drive, you name it. Um, so I loved the place anyway. So when I saw that a team was entering MLS um, ahead of the inaugural season, straight away I, I said to my friends, I said to everybody, that's going to be my team. Um, and I just started a small blog, just started a small blog off, you know, watching a couple of the games, doing a few player ratings afterwards, um, and. It was an incredible period to start following a club. I mean, it doesn't really happen over here, does it? But new clubs being built from scratch by the story that I wikipedia the hell out of it. You know, I researched everything, former players, you know, where the stadium was, how you could buy tickets, started planning the holiday over there. And just like you, Elliot, I caught the bug, you know. Um, it, it's a great community. The thing I love about it the most um, is that sense of community and togetherness. Um, the Twitter account will always engage with you. If you're a new fan from Britain and you're interested in it, tweet the club, they will tweet you back. You know, there's this sense of togetherness and community that, that is just so infectious about it. Um, and, you know, having gone over there, the match day experience itself is incredible. Uh, we've got the purple flares, we've got the marches to the stadium. And this is all the kind of stuff, fortunately, I've been lucky few times over the last couple of seasons and I'm trying to inspire other Brits you know to make the pilgrimage themselves you know go on holiday go to an Orlando City SC match you know you would have seen from that free to result at the weekend you know you're going to be entertained um I mean it's Florida it's beautiful over there so <laughs> I just hope our team can come become competitive on the pitch you know and that will be you know a win-win all round because everything else the infrastructure of the club the personalities behind it Kay Rawlins, Miguel Gallardo, to name a few, um, Mackenzie Thurkill, everybody involved with the club. Oh, um, Mackenzie Thurkill. Hi, <laughs> hi, Mackenzie, if you're listening. <laughs> name drop, name drop. But um, it's, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. You know, they've all made, made me feel welcome and I've been lucky enough to get in the locker room, on the pitch, to the training ground. You know, so I want to thank everybody. They know who they are at the club, you know, facilitated them experiences. It's been great. Yeah, and and just just one final thing from me on on Orlando and probably MLS in general. To be honest, um, my my dad is he's the reason that I got into it because he bought this this place in in Orlando where he spends a lot of his time. Um, but he was adamant that he was going to have nothing to do with the soccer and, and MLS because he has enough stress and disappointment with Norwich City, um, and which which I I totally understand, um, and. I managed to get him to a game last year. Um, I went out to stay with him and, and he was there at the same time. And I said, look, you've got to come to the, to the Columbus game with me. It was end of the season. It was Kaka's final uh, final farewell. farewell. Um, yeah. Really, really emotional game. Um, we we stood in the wall and, and it was unbelievable. And from that moment, I think he, he changed his mind because I noticed that he was there at the first, you know, the home opener this season. That's right. He yeah. then went totally to... Flipped. He then went to the uh, the following game after that, and, and I don't think he's missed a game game since since he's been back in the UK as well. So it's, it sounds cliche, but you do get hooked with it. You yeah, know, the, the game day experience is certainly for Brits. You know, is so different to our football over here, um, and the uniqueness of it is why I think we both love it. You know, I think why we all love MLS. You know, it's, it's a great difference to to our football. Completely, Taylor. I'm I'm coming down to to this um, watch party in London. All the Orlando fans together watching the game. We'll probably get hammered um, in both <laughs> in will. both senses of the word. With all these free drinks. <laughs> <laughs> um, great to chat to you, Taylor. Thanks very much. I'm sure we'll we'll get you on again soon. Sure. And if you want to come to that watch party, the 29th of April, um, Euston Flyer Pub. Just hit us up on Orlando City UK on Twitter. All the information's on there. The MLS UK Show. Well, thanks for Taylor. Uh, joining us on MLS UK show. I'm back, by the way. I'm Henry. Uh, the love-in between Elliot and Taylor is uh, is finished. But that's it. We won't talk Actually, about... Uh, Taylor, are you still there? Oh, <laughs> we won't talk about Orlando now for another three weeks. He's had his, he's had his say. Uh, right, fantasy football. We talk about this every week. And um, every week we take the mickey out of each other and one of us forgets to update it. This week, 
it was me who forgot to update it. You gave me so much when I forgot. I forgot to update it the other week. And you stormed ahead, not not through sort of your own genius, but, <laughs> but through me just failing to even bother with mine. So none of my players even took to the field. Um, and now you've done exactly the same. Yeah, I've got to confess, because uh, obviously the Premier League fantasy football is coming to an end and we do it here at... Uh, at well, am, I, am I still in that? Uh, you, I think you're still bottom. Yeah, excellent. Uh, we... Uh, yeah, we. I, I basically the boss is second and I'm third, and I want to finish above my boss, so I'm really concentrating on that. MLS kind of took a backseat, and I, I genuinely did forget. And I priorities, un- really, you know, I, I care about this podcast and and the people that listen, and yep. you know, priorities. I only remembered on Sunday when I uh, I checked the updated Premier League one and thought, oh God, I didn't do my MLS one. Uh, so it I, was. I enjoyed looking through yours. So uh, five of mine didn't play, which out of an eleven <laughs> eleven man team isn't great. Uh, but the six that did actually did all right. We uh, I said before, thanks to uh, Stefan in goal for Columbus, passing it straight to Nikolic. He got me twelve points, so that was nice of him. Uh, Zusi as well got me ten. Other than that, it was just ones, twos. Blanco got me four. Uh, that's probably for the assist with the uh, the penalty, which totally was a penalty. Uh, of course, we've discussed this. So, all in all, thirty-two points. Um, just just running through some of the some of the players in your squad. Good squad, by the way. Thanks. You've you, I mean this. You got some great great names. I mean, you know, Lewis Robles. G- g- you know, great keeper. I mean, you know, didn't actually have a game this week, but um, Kaku, great great player. Again, um, I need to explain to you how this works. So he's teammates with Robles. They didn't have a game this week, no. Um, so same same up front really with with Bradley Wright Phillips. Just just again to reiterate, he plays for New York. His teammates include Kaku and Luis Robles. No no game this week, right? Can't yes. can't emphasize it. You know, it's not going to be fun if you're not going to take part. Well, they're back this weekend. Yeah, pay pay attention. Better for better for everyone. You'll get more out of it in the long run. They're back this weekend. They're playing Montreal. You're going to take hope, them out. <laughs> yeah, take them out and put an RSL player in this weekend. <laughs> uh, Elliot, go on. Tell me how many points did you get? Sixty points this week. Okay. So closing the gap after my you know, my errors. Yep. Um, Joe Bendick in goal. Nearly saved that pen, went the right way. Unlucky. Don't get any points for nearly saving a pen. Well, you know, I I nearly won the lottery the other day. Rolling in it, I am. <laughs> so, uh, uh, also, Sterez had such a good chance for Galaxy. Didn't put it away, so he, he just got me the three points. But um, do you know where I was really let down? Why? I'll tell you where I was really let down. And you won't be surprised after what we've been talking about on this podcast, actually. But um, I've got a, a player called Farfan for a team uh, team in Oregon, Portland Timbers. Oh, yeah. Um, they sadly uh, lost. They conceded three goals. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and so he, he's just got the one point. So that's, that's annoying, really. Yeah. I, I would, have liked, would have liked him to have done a lot, lot better. I'm sure you would have. Yeah. Um, Ashley Cole, five points. Kleschen, ten points. Star of the show. Miggy. Miguel Almiron. 20 points. Not even my captain. 20 points. Thanks to VAR. Well, yeah. So, uh... Who is your captain, by the way? So, um, yeah. No, who is your captain? Because <laughs> mine's... It doesn't B- matter. Mine's BWP, so obviously he didn't play, but... Well, at least that zero that he got is doubled. <laughs> yeah. So who's your captain? Carlos Vela. Ah, oh, right, okay. Which Did well, didn't he, this weekend? Well, he, he got me six points, so six more than your captain did. Well, yeah, I guess so. Right, I promise this weekend I will update it. So I'm on 292 points. You're on 307. That That is, that's back where we want it now, really. So that's eight plus seven. Can you do that maths, Henry? Fifteen. Well done. Yes. Fifteen to go. It's hotting up. Bring it on. This week in MLS. So, MLS rolls on another week, and there's some early games. I like these. Yeah, so one of them, so early, that it's actually on Wednesday evening, Thursday morning here in the UK. Um, yeah, you're probably listening to this after that's taken place. Yeah, New York City. Uh, I'm gonna. It's New York City versus Real Salt Lake. I'm just going to spoil it for you. New York City, who have scored two in each game this season, out of the first five games. It'll be New York City 2, Real Salt Lake 0. 
There you I'd, go. I love it if someone's listening now after that game and Salt Lake have just smashed them like 4 0. Yeah, it'd be 4 2. Well, yeah. New York City always score two. Yeah. Uh, so we're not going to really go much into that one because, as Elliot said, you probably have heard that what like that game's probably happened. So uh, New York City do play at the weekend though, so um, we'll discuss that in a moment. First game though on the weekend's action, Friday evening, one o'clock in the morning on technically Saturday morning here in the UK, and it's Orlando City away at Philadelphia Union. I'm excited for this because after. Uh, a, a Saturday night game and a and then a Sunday night game. We're going early. We're there early. Chance to to get in there before everyone else. And actually, if you're going to go on the road after after your two back to back wins, I feel like this is one of the places you want to go. Difficult to difficult to break down Philly sometimes, but hopefully, oh, and this is going to come back to haunt me. But hopefully, you don't go there and get hammered. <laughs> it's time that we went on the road now, and it's time that we see what what they've got. Well, Philadelphia already played three games at home. Uh, they've picked up five points, only conceded one goal, though. The goal against San Jose was their first goal they've conceded. So they are quite tight at the back. Uh, ignore the Colorado game, lost 3-0 away. Uh, but they are quite tight at the back at home. What's your prediction, then? I really, really hate to say I think this has got potential to be one of our dreaded results. Really? It, this could be... A nil-nil. No, I'm not having it. I think there will always be goals in Orlando games. However... Yeah, we'll probably lose 3 nil. Yeah, I I think this could be a 2 nil Philadelphia, to be honest. I'd love to really? Be proved, yeah, I'd love to be proved wrong. Um, actually, no, I wouldn't. I want Philadelphia to win. But um, I don't know. Philadelphia, they are quite strong at home. Philadelphia, to me, do see... And this is just going off what how the start's been... They are a team that at home can keep it tight and, and you know, they've got Sapong up front. They'll always be a threat. But Orlando, I'm interested to see how they're going to... This game fascinates me because it's 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 where are these two teams going to go. Both teams are good at home, but Orlando, if they are going to push and try and get into the playoffs, for me, they do need to start being a bit better on the road. So we'll wait and see. Time to shape up. Uh, also on Friday night slash Saturday morning here in the UK, Vancouver Whitecaps versus LAFC. Another tough away game for LAFC. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to this game. If LAFC get back to how they were playing two weeks ago, three weeks ago, I, f- I fancy them to, to get back on track. Yeah, I mean, LAFC, as we've said before, it's not it's their first season, so if, if they lose this, then I think they've still had a quite a decent start to the season. There's a danger. I'm a little bit worried that the, the Leicester City effect can can come in with LAFC and that people kind of get to know, same with Atlanta, people get to know what you're going to do. And you have to keep being inventive. You have to, if they're going to block off Vela, you've got to have the option of going wide. Mm. Um, you've got to maybe try that long ball over the top, even though it's not necessarily suited Um so they need to, they need to now regroup, adapt, maybe have a plan B, a plan C, and if they if they've got that, if they get there, if they go to Vancouver prepared, I, I like their chances. Okay, so prediction for this game two 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 two. I was indecisive there. Okay, two two. I, yeah, I'm going to agree with you, I, but I'm going to say one one. Okay. I think it'll be a draw. Okay. Uh, right, going into Saturday day now here in the uh, in the UK. Uh, I bet if you're listening in the US, this must be really weird because you might you'd be going, well, it's Friday night and Saturday, but no, in the UK, Orlando match and the LAFC Vancouver matches in Saturday morning slash Friday night. This is Saturday day. This is six p.m. Yeah. They New York Red Bulls Montreal Impact. This for me seems like one of those games where New York Red Bulls. They're a bit like Atlanta, aren't they? Where when they play a team they should be beating at home, yeah. they they wipe the floor with them. So I'm going four nil on this one. Another four nil. Really? Yeah, I think uh, we've we're recording this before the Champions League matches. So good luck to New York Red Bulls and Toronto. We really hope you get through to the final. Uh, but because they've now had this semi final, BWP will be back. Muyal will be back. You'd like to think all the players are coming back. That they rested when they uh, got beat to Orlando last week. Was it six changes they made? Yeah, six changes. Uh, so they'll be coming back. So I do fancy them to uh, to come back with a bang against Montreal. What do you normally do after a semi? Uh, I normally um, 
I normally do you normally then sort of progress to the, the to the final stages or uh not with my track record I'm afraid <laughs> uh what's your prediction for this game <laughs> oh the image is in my head <laughs> What game are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> New York Red Bulls, Montreal Impact. Um, New York home win. Home win. Uh, the other team with a semi right now is Toronto FC. They're away <laughs> at Colorado Rapids. Uh, this is on at 8 o'clock in the UK. Uh, Colorado been really strong at home. Now, Toronto, of course, got their first win of the season in the last outing against Real Salt Lake. But this, this, this intrigues me because Colorado have been really good at home. So I can see actually Colorado winning this one. Most unpredictable. I don't know. I, I would be inclined to go for Colorado just because they're at home with that little bit of advantage. Although Toronto uh, did beat them in the Champions League earlier on. I I, I wonder what's going to happen again. You know, I know we joke about the the Concacaf. Once that's done and dusted, we could see a, a, a different side to Toronto. You know, it's not too late to now you know, start turning up. It's not too late to start trying. Uh, no. We could see a, a totally different side, but I I want to see... Giovinco's looking lively and he's taking shots. He's not finding the net. And that's not necessarily uh, an issue with ability. That's just one of those things. You go through these patches where you're just not finding the net. You know, missing the penalty, hitting the bar, hitting the post. If they start to trickle in, I think you see a whole different side to Toronto. Right. Well, we'll see if we can do it this weekend. Uh, the next game, this is on Sky here in the UK. It's on Saturday evening. It's Chicago Fire versus LA Galaxy. It's on at half eight. Uh, now, Chicago got the first win of the season. Can they uh, push on from that? You'd fancy them with the players they've got. They ain't, I, Chicago should be looking at the playoffs, you'd think. LA Galaxy, though. They won the first game with Zlatan at home. We yep. all know what happened. Then last weekend they lost. Zlatan came off the bench again. Could Zlatan finally start this weekend? This is where there's no excuses now. Poor season last year. Zlatan's arrived. Yes, he'll need time to settle in. So we thought. Didn't look like it. This is where now you have to start making that upward curve. It has to start. And you're going to... Yes, Chicago is a tough game, but you're going to face tougher teams than Chicago. It has to start now. It's Latin versus Schweinsteiger, though. That would be an interesting What a battle. mad league this is. Yeah, I love it. Featuring Ashley Cole. Yeah, absolutely love it. Right, next this weekend, this is at midnight here in the UK. Uh, DC United, they've left the Maryland Soccerplex. No. And they've moved on. But it was so good. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Want to walk your dog and watch some soccer? Maryland Soccerplex. Well, now they are playing this game at the Navy casual, Marine. Casual, just casual weekend <laughs> jog whilst watching Jesse Zardes. The Maryland Soccerplex. The Navy Marine. Bring your court. own chairs. The Maryland Soccerplex. Let me speak. Seating not provided. The Navy Marine Corps Memorial Stadium. What is that? That's the next step. Right, wait a minute. Need to Google this. It's a good stadium, 34,000. No, right. It's better than uh, the last one they had with the giant what is shirt it? behind the The Navy... Goal. Navy Marine Corps Memorial Stadium. It's in Maryland. Right. Images. Right, I have a question. Looking at that actual real-life stadium <laughs> with actual, like, seating and stuff, looks big as well. What? Why did they not use that before? Uh, I don't know. It's for the Naval Academy. He's got his own car park. Maybe the, the I don't know, the Navy were using it. Can't walk your dog there. You can't jog around that on a Sunday. Well, you can. You get really fit. Maybe the Navy do that. Uh, so, yeah, they've moved on uh, on their, uh, just before they play um, the uh, the at the Audi field, just before they go back to it. I'm just looking here at the events that are coming up. So you've got DC United versus Columbus Crew. Next week, it's the Dallas Rattlers at the Chesapeake Bayhawks. Who? Um, yeah, so that's what's happening next week. So I have an observation. Look at this picture. Oh. Just tell me what you see. Behind the goal is, um, yeah, yellow and black sort of squares. Check. 
And who does that remind you of? Columbus. Who's playing at that stadium? Columbus. Conspiracy. Uh, no, I think uh, that it does look like uh, if I don't know American football's played there, but they, they normally have like the is that the colors. end zone? Yeah, it looks the like the touchdown zone. So maybe the for navy quarterbacks. Yeah, maybe the navy playing like yellow and black. I know my American football mate. <laughs> touchdown. Yeah. We literally just watched the uh, Super Bowl for the halftime performance, I've got to admit. Uh, right, so DC United, Columbus crew. Who's oh, going to yeah, win? Oh, yeah, I forgot. Uh, Columbus, next. <laughs> New England Revolution versus FC Dallas. Can Brad Friedel's impressive start to his reign as manager continue? I'm worried that I'm starting to become a Dallas fan. I don't know why, but I really like them. Really? I... This is the first away game, so maybe you won't like them as much. Mm, I fancy New England at home. Yeah, well, they've had a good start, haven't they, at home? They, they got an impressive... It all started, really, from... Um, I know they got the win against Colorado, but I think when they got that draw against New, New York City, that was a really... I was quite impressed with that. Mm. And then they've they've done well since then. So, they're going for another win. FC Dallas, we're both going New England win? Yeah. Uh, right, elsewhere, Portland Timbers versus Minnesota United. You got to see Portland Timbers up close at the weekend. Do you think they can beat Minnesota? Look... <laughs> They look good. They don't look like a side that deserves to be second bottom. No. Uh, I keep getting caught out with Minnesota because they are that side. They're not a glamorous team. They've added well recently. Uh, and I keep getting caught out. I keep dismissing them. And actually, they keep proving me wrong. So, Minnesota win. Oh, okay. I think Portland... Just because... They've got the win at some point. They have, yeah. And it's the first game back at Providence Park, so I think that'll help things. And Blanco is playing out of his skin. Oh, your boy Blanco. Love the guy. So I think uh, Portland will win quite easily, to be honest. I don't think it'll be as easy a win as it was in Minnesota's first ever game in MLS, which seems ages yeah, that ago. that seems a long while ago. Um, but I think Portland will win. Uh, right, next, uh, this is also on Saturday night slash Sunday morning here in the UK. San Jose Earthquakes versus Houston Dynamos. So they were back in MLS after a week off. Houston win. I'm going to go draw... I'm going to go 1-1 one, one for this one. I th- I started to back San Jose and it's not happened for him yet. No. I'm going to go Houston win. They've had the break. They've had the rest. Okay. Uh, well, remaining two games. These are both on Sunday evening. They're both actually on Sky Sports here in the UK. We've got Sporting KC versus Seattle Sounders at 9pm. <laughs> Now, uh, goals, goals, goals. Yes, not for Seattle, though. Still awaiting their first goal. Uh, fourth game, they've got to score, right? They've got to. What's more important, Seattle scoring or not getting a sending off? You've got to score. You've you've got to put the ball in the net. I don't care if Stefan Fry long, lobs a ball forward and it bounces in over the keeper's head. I don't care. They just got to get a goal. I don't yeah. care if they have four men sent off. <laughs> get the first goal. Well, they're averaging one sending off a game so far. Because it's April now. This is ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, so they're away at Sporting KC, who, as we've discussed plenty on this podcast, are the team. If you want goals, look at Sporting KC. But they have tightened it up at the back the last few weeks. So we'll on see. My, on my say so. Yeah. Not really the game Seattle want to be going into looking for their first goal. And uh, arguably, in my opinion, and I don't know why, but the match of the weekend... Oh, here we go. Let me guess. Is it Atlanta United? It's Atlanta United versus New York City. New York I hope City, you get stuffed. Uh, well, that's a bit mean, but uh, Atlanta at home, doing very well at home, winning games quite comfortably at home. Another home game. Against New York City. Who... I have a question. Are you going to wear your away kit again? All right. Well, you've got you've to get use out of it. What's that all about? They want to get use out of it. They want to sell it. Leave them alone. Playing the same amount of away games as everyone else. Yeah. Why are you wearing your away kit at home? Ridiculous. Well, they've, they wore the they've wore the home kit away sometimes. Uh, well, well I, I think they will wear their um, the home kit this weekend against New York City. Uh, we don't know how New York City have done against Real Salt Lake in the week. We're guessing they've scored two because that's what we do. We score two in every game. <laughs> so uh, it can, so thinking that New York City will score two, what's your prediction? How many will Atlanta score? 2-1. To New York? Yep. Okay. I'm Wishful go, thinking. I'm going to go 4-2 Atlanta. I never thought I'd support New York City, but just to shut you up, <laughs> I, will, I, I will love it. I will love it if they thrash you. And uh, he won't, though. And that's it. That's all the matches we've got to look forward to this weekend on MLS. 
Um, this as well is going to be coming after the Champions League games. I'm really, I've been paying attention to the Champions League this week, and I really hope we get an all MLS final. So good luck to Toronto FC. Good luck to New York Red Bulls. Second leg of the semi final this week. Next week, hopefully, we'll be able to talk about uh, an MLS. Champions League final an all MLS final yeah because as we all know MLS teams haven't done that well in the Champions League no. recently so fingers crossed use your semis wisely yep and on that note that's it for this week yeah should you uh, should you have something wrong with you and want to subscribe to this after that uh, you can do uh, of course you can follow us on Twitter at MLS UK show tweet us with any of your opinions on any of the rubbish that we've been uh, spouting for the last hour or so Uh, And, of course, subscribe on your favourite podcast digester and organiser and uh, you'll you'll get notified. I I like that. Podcast digester. Yeah. I I don't know what they're called. What do you call them? There's loads of things. Like iTunes and Stitcher and Audio Boom and all that. Yeah. Just just find us wherever you want to find us. See you next week. Sports Social Podcast Network. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.